It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience and recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on life addictions. Ooh, in this episode 127 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Dennis. We're all all waiting. So let's let's first talk about how Dennis owes everyone, including a lady that was early in sobriety. A amends. Set the, <laughs> set the scene, Dennis. James wasn't at the meeting we were just at. Well, I was at the meeting and I was paying attention and and then that's it. Yeah. I don't owe an amends to no one. <laughs> that's not true. What 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 happened? So she she started talking about ten seconds in and she's like, Yeah, my life is really tough. You know, this is the trials and tribulations of being somebody who's not well with with the with the drug called alcohol. And Dennis, I went to go read an article and it opened and it was a video and it started talking and then I couldn't turn it off. <laughs> for how many seconds did this go on? Oh, for, uh, it felt like forever. <laughs> Without exaggeration, James, it was at least thirty seconds, and oh it was it was full volume. And he's <laughs> tapping the screen, and I'm just staring at him. And it wouldn't let me turn the volume down or like change the screen. I was like frozen. Or <laughs> it was let uh, this be a lesson to you. Yeah, right. I thought the entire time I'm like, this is just because, like I mentioned before, I think last week, like Danny has said, oh, you gotta stay off your phone, and he gives crap to really all three of us anytime that. We are on our oh, phone. Was Danny switch. there? Danny was not, oh, but if oh. he was, he would have given you a tongue lashing. So we, <laughs> so let's pretend like she's listening right now. What what would you like to say to, to said lady in the room? I'm sorry you have alcoholism. I hope you get better. <laughs> All right. Is that it? No, no, keep coming okay. back. Keep coming back, Dennis. Um, James, did you get a new phone? Is that what you said? Or you did a little while ago? Oh, a little while ago. Okay. You yeah. sound really clear. I don't know what you're doing. It's I just told you it's a new phone. <laughs> I know, I know, but like this week in particular, I think you sound really good. Do you still lay down on your magic carpet when you're doing these? No, that's been ages. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that was when he was a lot in. <laughs> back back in the uh remember that? What movie was that? Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababwa. So so, Al, how are you and Jasmine? How's everything, James? Good, good. The last week has been good. Anything anything cool? Um, let me see. No, I'm going to pick up the boys um, on Monday or on Friday. So I'm excited about that. Sorry, you, I was trying. My phone switched from 
regular phone to speaker phone. So I was like, you kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> no, you're totally good. You want me to go with, go with Dennis and then we can come back to you? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, all right, Dennis. The last week, all the details. Last week, I went to a meeting today and last week, a couple. Um, what did I do this week? I don't know. I spent a lot of time working on mine and James's secret projects. Guess maybe made some progress on it. I don't know. Learn more things. Um, I thought I would have be spending more time working on art, but I'm working more on promotion and networking and stuff where James gets to work on all the art. So that sucks, but it is what it is. Um, other than that, I don't know. I went to my nephew's birthday the week before. I think I already mentioned that. So this week, that was it. I, I worked on our secret project. Did you work on our secret project, James? Yeah. Um, so I made the mistake of two weeks ago saying, Dennis, I'll be done by today. He's like, really? Oh. With everything? And I was like, sure. I, you know, to be fair, I didn't believe you. I'm just happy you're making progress. Yeah. And then I would have been, but Mike had me do some logos for him. So that took up so much time. I so get it's it. your fault. It's my Whoa. fault. <laughs> I, will, I will say it. I've already used it many a time and I will keep doing it because all the ones that you sent me, I think for the duration of, I don't know, like as long as I'm still doing the job that I'm doing, I think I'll be able to use those straight through because I love them. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm actually having a lot of fun. And then I started doing the background pieces and I was like, wow, this is really neat. <laughs> and I'm, the, the point is like through it all, like I'm, I'm having fun and it's really tapping into my uh, artistic talent, which really nothing has really done that before. I would do a few posters here and there, but this is just like fun. Like, like this is my, this is my jam, baby. That's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah, you get. I mean, it's it's artistic, right? You could say that about the project. Oh yeah, it's yeah. something new with that. Okay. Yeah. Because before it's like, what are they doing? They cutting drugs? Do they have to? Yeah. No, we're well, not cutting drugs. I'll here. say we're we're selling artwork. We're just doing it under an anonymous name. <laughs> so if we mention it here, then everyone knows who we are. Yeah, you can't. So, I always said you should, you know, put defective characters somewhere in the anonymous anonymous name, so that way they'll be like, what? And they'll piece it oh, together. To be fair, in like this past week, in within the community of like artists and everyone that are doing this kind of stuff. I met a few people that are actually in recovery and like reached out to him like, Hey, I'm cool for talking about that. Like, that's awesome. And nice. And their names? No, <laughs> <laughs> I was got him. I was got him. <laughs> if you talk really quick, sometimes Dennis doesn't have a chance to compute what's happening. So, uh, do, do you know what, uh, what parks you're going to be, uh, spending time with the boys in James when you got them the the parks yeah you are you going to to Disney at all um it's not it's I asked my little one if he wanted to go he said maybe so uh, yeah I don't even know if we're gonna go yeah but 
I thought about Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Well, that'll be a fun time. Yeah, the little one likes. Um, well, he's not little anymore. He's as tall as me, but he's started to like um, roller coasters. So maybe I want to take him on Everest. Yeah, that's a good one. Didn't you, you and I went on it, and we're like, oh, we don't think we're going to go on it again right now. <laughs> it's like, Did you it's, get sick? Uh, I didn't feel great. I shut my eyes halfway through. I, I James, I think, fared a little bit better, but it's the stuff. I It must be passed on from generation to generation because my father, when he turned 30, he wasn't able to go on anything that went backwards. So any of the rides that went backwards – he couldn't do, and I feel like just after 30 is when it started hitting me. So now, since that roller spoiler alert, does go backwards, it was too much. Like, did you guys see the new one that they got at SeaWorld that just is opening, I think, today? It's called Icebreaker. Nope. It, it goes, it's a track that goes forward and does a bunch of loops and then goes up and then reverses and does the exact same thing. Um. It looks great. They invited me to do it, and I'm like, ah, I don't think that's probably the best thing. Yeah. You know, it, sounds, it seems pretty intense. It, no, it's outside. Oh, it's outside. It's not, it's not in a tent. Okay. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so well, that's cool. James, you working on Sunday? Nope. I'm contemplating walking around the lake with uh, Olivia and Dennis, but. I, I don't know if I want to subject her to an hour-long car ride um, there yeah, I got back. I'm volunteering at the, the retirement home this Oh, summer. that's nice. What time is that? Um, 9 to 12. Ooh. Thanks for your service. That's awfully nice. Do you always feel really good after? Like, yeah, now I can do bad things for a couple days because I deserve I feel- it. I feel better after than I do going in. Yeah. I think that's, it's, it's almost like that with, with everything, you know, that's the only reason I do things is to feel, feel accomplished afterwards. If I didn't have that feeling, I don't think I would do a darn thing. Right, Dennis. Yeah. I like things when things are over. It means you can take a nap. Yeah. That's true. Um, I've been uh, anything else with your week, James? I don't want to cut you off. Um, no, that's about it. Just working a lot too much. I worked two doubles in a row just now, so I'm like Jeez. really tired. But I'll be yeah. all right. So my my last week was good. I spent uh, I was f- quick funny uh, story that happened to me. I spent uh, Valentine. Oh, did you do anything? You didn't do anything for Valentine's Day, right? You had to work, James. Yep, I worked a double. Yeah. Um, were there a lot of lovebirds in there? A lot of PDA that you had to witness? <laughs> PDA. A lot of... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of couples. Yeah. <laughs> is PDA really? is is not encouraged at a restaurant? Like, Is it too much? Have you ever told a couple that they got a mosey on out of there? Nope. See, I don't mind PDA. It just shows that people are like in love and affectionate. Like, more power to them, man. I've actually learned a lot from watching other people make out in, in a public setting. You were like, oh, that's how it's done. Well, I always go too crazy on the tongue. Apparently, you're just supposed to glance like around 
and counterclockwise, I think, is appreciated. When I, when I was really young, someone told me, I think it was like my sister or something, and she's like, to learn how to kiss, you got to put a grape in your mouth and try to peel it with your tongue. When I was 11, I actually took a cherry and I put a cherry in my mouth and tried tying a knot with it. Because I, I thought that that was actually how you PDA. Do you think I was able to do it, Dennis? I imagine that you were not. I actually was. That's why I was the makeout king of Illinois back in 2005. Did you used to go to the fairs? Like, you remember in, like, the old 50s movies and stuff, they'd have a kissing booth, mm-hmm. and people would give you a ticket, and you'd have to kiss them? I once took an entire bundle of cotton candy in my mouth and had it disintegrate. And then I swallowed it down because you know that you know how it does that. Uh, no, you you've oh, never yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it Cut, turns to liquid yeah, yeah cotton liquid. candy liquefies. I don't know, it's fun. It's fun. I was quite hyper, um, but uh, long story long, <laughs> I was uh, I had a good um, Valentine's. Went to St. Augustine, had a uncomfortable moment. Have you ever done an Airbnb, James? You ever do one of those? I used to do it a lot. Yeah, so. Um, this Airbnb was a apartment above a garage and the owners of the house were still there. So it was like two 60 year old, 60 year old guy and his wife. <laughs> they, they have, they have two dogs. So like we see them, we don't see them a lot, but we see them and they have a hot tub and we stayed there before. And this is the second time. And when I was in the hot tub, so Becky and I were there and it was five o'clock in the afternoon and the six-year-old guy came out walking his dogs and was small talking with us. All of a sudden, he stopped in his tracks and he goes, "Whoa, wait a minute! There's you look like some celebrity." And I'm like, "What?" And I've got Bradley Cooper before, so I said, "Oh, we're Bradley Cooper." And he goes, "No, no, somebody that's in a Quentin Tarantino movie." And he's <laughs> sitting just staring at me. So knowing Quentin Tarantino movies, Dennis already knows this. Yeah, it was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> It was not, but so which James, which celebrity that's in a Quentin Tarantino movie or multiple do you think I look like in this guy's eyes? Um, Tim Roth, Tim Roth, that that's closer than, than what it was. So I guessed now, maybe this is ego aside, right? But the only people that came to mind that have like dirty blonde hair, I'm like, I know like Brad Pitt. Leonardo DiCaprio and I'm like he can't mean any of these right so he's like alive Uh, I gotta figure it out so he went inside his house and he came back 10 minutes later and goes John Travolta (laughs) (laughs) I do not look like John Travolta anything like John Travolta (laughs) I'm like what so was he just being silly I don't think so I think I mean the only thing I could think is maybe he was on the wacky tobacco. You know, he was on because he he was just I could see he's got like he's he's a cool 60 something year old guy where he's got the the glasses that are like tinted kind of like Mark B has, you know, that like will tint the their sunglasses and then they're not sunglasses. So they got thing to it. And he has a He had an earring. So yeah. he just hasn't found AA yet. Yeah, is one of those that was, it was just, it was very awkward because he's like, yeah, even your <laughs> smile, you, your gentlemanly <laughs> smile. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm like in a hot tub. Wait, and I'm like, yeah, 
You were in the hot tub the whole time. He's just talking to Yeah. So I'm like, I then tried impersonating uh, John Travolta. I'm like, yeah, Sandy. Hey, Sandy from like Greece. <laughs> Maybe he was hitting on you because he comes from a time where John Travolta was like the sex icon of the age. Or I, I lied to him and told him in college my nickname was the Urban Cowboy. So that could be. I thought know. it was the drugstore cowboy. That's actually that's true. That's probably more true. <laughs> um, but it was it was a good holiday. I'm dealing with some back and forth with my uh, my ex because she wants to change the days consistently that um, or I guess inconsistently that I have Olivia. She's like this week. Can you have her these days? And then this week this and it's driving me nuts. And I'm. Uh, I guess I'm just keeping up the boundaries of we signed off that we would have our daughter these days and she would have those days. And um, it's just not a good scene. So it's a little frustrating. I'm just trying to yeah. stay in my hula hoop. And then I guess if you could just say, yeah, but if you need uh, those days off, you'll have to get a babysitter because I make plans according to what we agree yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what it is and um but that's that's it you know it's just part of the uh things that i deal with nowadays so tonight's topic was uh, or today's was one of the ones that uh, i sent you guys a couple weeks ago and we decided to go on a different one and and this was still out there dennis said that he connected with it a little bit I think he thinks that we judge him, James, more than we actually do. So it's judge. life addictions. You, you do judge me. I know, not not at all. So life addictions. I think we each probably have a, a maybe a couple different ones that we're working it's true, on. It's Dennis, true. Dennis in particular has one that he thinks that he deals with and still continues to. I'll, I'll have I'll have you start. I got some questions there if you want to. Uh, to hit on those i have no life addictions life is addicted to me remember the morning meeting dennis what about the morning meeting your embarrassment i was reading an article i'm not addicted to articles <laughs> um, nice cover story uh yeah i don't know i always make the joke when it comes up of the twitter thing of like like, I'm not addicted to Twitter. I can quit anytime I want. But uh, I've definitely been on Twitter a lot more. You know, as y'all know, I, like, stopped using Twitter, like, what, last year or whatever, whenever I had, like, the bad panic attacks. And then the last couple of weeks, I started again because, of, like, the art community that we're selling in is centered on Twitter. So I've been spending a lot of time on Twitter in Twitter spaces and talking to people and stuff. But I don't think it's the point of addiction. I mean, I definitely can get addicted to anything, like, 100%. Um, I'm definitely, like, addicted to Minecraft, but I haven't played Minecraft in a few weeks because I've been busy with this other stuff. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, I'm definitely addicted to my phone. I'm on my phone, like, all the time like because i watch tv and movies on it and and i read on it and all that kind of stuff so it's very integral to my life and i'm 
got ADD, so during a meeting, I'll pick up the phone and start looking at it and then accidentally click on a link that has a video on it that I can't shut up. So that's embarrassing. So that's definitely something I need to work on is not being on my phone when I'm with other people or in meetings and stuff. Um, but it's something that I got to be aware of. Like I could literally get addicted to anything. Like my mom made a whole bunch of cupcakes the other day. And like, so I've eaten like six to 10 cupcakes every day for like the last two or three days. <laughs> so that's not good. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, I want to hear what y'all have how to do you, say. How do you deal with it? How do I deal with it? Um, I ignore it and pretend like it's not happening. Um, it depends on what it is. If I, if I notice that it's like starting to really affect me mentally, then I try to change that habit by just stopping it. Like I'm one of those that has to like quit something absolutely and not just try to balance it. Um, but there's certain things that I don't do anything with because like Minecraft and stuff, it's like, I love the game and I don't want to stop playing it. So I don't do anything with that, but it doesn't actually cause me like spiritual or mental problems. Not as much as like Twitter did before. Um, but then I also try to like, say it's something like Twitter where I have to be on it to do what I'm doing. I'm like, I don't, I'm not using my old account where I followed a whole bunch of politicians and all of that kind of stuff. I have like this account that only follows people in that artistic community. So like when I'm on it, I stick to that and I don't stray off into the stuff that would cause me like uh, emotional stress or spiritual stress or anything like that. You know, I got to be well aware of how, these things are affecting me and my habits are affecting me and then try to steer away from that, you know, try to get that part of me addicted to something that's actually good for me. Well, I want to say like exercise or something, but I haven't gotten there yet, but like things that are like good for me to like learn and stuff, you know? Yeah. Thanks Dennis. You're welcome. That's fun. There is, I, I'll look back. I sent you the questions. If there's anything that else that you want to touch on there, I'm, I'm not sure. James, do you have uh, a couple of the, I guess, points as far as life addictions and things that you can relate to on today's topic? Yeah, so I put a little list together. Now that I'm free of drugs and alcohol, I'm only addicted to sex, gambling, uh, the internet, shopping, video games, plastic surgery. Uh, <laughs> Food and thrill. <laughs> You're addicted to plastic surgery. Me too. <laughs> no judgment. This that, is a judgment-free zone. You no, it just. It, it, I always wondered how you stayed so young, and I didn't realize it was because of plastic. I thought I'm you really drank children's blood. I I'm thought really it was sixty-seven guys. Oh wow. So um, no, I'm doing great. Let me see um. You know, I've definitely, like Dennis touched on, I, I've got an addictive personality. And um, one of the things that I would do in my previous life, and it kind of crossed over to my sober life, was 
just um, buying stuff uh, because it's a good deal, even stuff I don't need. And then it never got to the point of hoarding, but I did at the end of my drinking career have a storage facility filled from floor to roof with stuff that, and this was one of the big storage units, uh, twice as big as the one I helped you move, Mike. <laughs> oh, no. And it was my stuff, but it was also T-Bird stuff. Um, I, I've shared on this podcast that f- through divine intervention, the storage facility lost our phone number and they had, and we hadn't paid. So they auctioned off all our stuff. I couldn't even get all the old baby photos and stuff. They trashed them. So, you know, I got everything that I ever had was in in the trunk of my car when I moved up to celebration, like the clothes on my back and my little beasts and, you know, just a few items. And um, since then, the, the addiction to, to buy stuff that I don't need has kind of crept back in. I, I know um, Dennis can attest to this. Like, come on, let, let's go to the thrift store. I'm looking for yeah. treasures. We, like, there's not a store that we don't go into for whatever reason that like James does not pick up something and buy it. And a lot of times he picks up 10 things and puts like nine of them back down, but he's got to buy one thing. And I, that's true. That's part of, that's part of my healing process. Like I'll be in the store with my wife and I'll like, I'll put five or six things in the cart. And at first she's like, what are you doing? And then, and now she just smiles because she knows that I'll, I'll put them back. She's like, oh, I don't need this. It's just the idea of buying it. And um, I don't know. It's been, um, I, I've collected probably about, I want to say five big storage totes of boxed Legos and boxed Star Wars toys and other toys that I've got a really good deal on. And they're all brand new in box, but they're just in storage boxes in the garage. And then my my father-in-law was kind of like, uh, James, James, you've, you've got a lot of um, things in the garage. You know what? Are we going to clean that up? And I'm like, uh-oh. So now I'm getting called out on it. And we, we actually have a storage unit now. Um, and I'm letting one of my friends use it for a lot of his stuff. And I was like, I told her just two days ago, my wife, that I need to, um, I need to get a bigger storage unit. And she let me have it. She said, absolutely not. She said, absolutely. We got into a fight over it. She's like, no way. I was like, well, you're being, you're being unreasonable. She's like, unreasonable, James. She she was like absolutely not. You need to go through your stuff. You need to get rid of it. If if my father is telling you, it's coming from God. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And um, but James, you could sell some of it and have a little extra money to put away or something. I could sell what I have now and make thousands of dollars. But the thing is, I got it for such a good price. I and I love it. <laughs> so it's profit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you, you sell it, sell it all. And then you can start buying more things. That's such a good idea. Um, I don't know, but it's really cool stuff. Like it's Lego. <laughs> I mean, um. It is cool stuff, but you can give some of it to me. I'll take some of it off your hands. You don't have space for it either, Dennis. But I'll take the Legos. <laughs> Actually, Dennis and I were going to get a storage unit, like a big one. 
Jones. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just just so we can take your stuff. So and you know, and then another thing like you know, I, I like wall art and I like cool furniture, but because I'm you know, living like at Downton Abbey, I can't really add anything furniture art wise because it's already a museum here. So that's been kind of cool, like tapering off that. So it's just like little things I buy now. Before I would just stuff my car with the biggest furniture I could buy. Um, but but now I've I've I'm not going to stores anymore. I'm not buying more stuff because I really I ran out of room. So I think that's a good thing. I don't know if that's the right way to stop an addiction, but it certainly worked for me for the time being. Until I sell it all and start over again. Yeah, I mean, well, I think it's having a solution in just like the feelings that you have of being agitated or irritated at something, kind of having, whether it's like hair on the back of your neck stand up, like, you know, something like I got to get this under control unless I feel unless I feel it. I'm sure, especially like with me with iced coffee, I'm sure there's so many people that are like, oh, my God, that's a problem. And for me, it's like, I think it would be, this is where it becomes dangerous because for me, it comes down to money. Like if I'm not spending a ridiculous amount of money on something, then yeah. is it a problem? That's like me. And the I same like, thing with you. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, <laughs> I don't can know. afford it. Maybe that's, maybe that's a, a characteristic that, you know, more people can relate to, you know, but like rationalizing it's it's very dangerous like i i'm the king of being able to rationalize that it before it was that my actions were justified and acting out or that uh you know like oh i deserve this drink this happened to me this drink should be mine and now the things that i think i um the life addictions is when i first got uh, divorce so like a year and a half ago going through that i kept having to justify that um i needed to i think i was talking about it earlier in this podcast like every day that i had my daughter i have to do something right like oh i gotta go to celebration so that way i could say oh what did we do today we went to celebration we hung out in the splash pad or we went to the um you know, the Sunday, what do they call it? The fair that you the market, the market. Yeah. Like we, we, we did all that stuff, but now I'm trying to not do that as much. So if we have no plans, we have no plans. Maybe we just go to the playground that's in the parking lot of my apartment. You know, maybe we just go grab a donut and sit there um, and actually spend time. Because whether she's three and a half or she's 13, I think those things and the conversations and those memories are going to be more important than if we get in the car, drive for an hour, drive for an hour back, and we hang out at some place for an hour. So I'm trying to try to do better at that. You know, I hit a friend of mine that's like, oh, are you just doing this because you want to do those things? Like you want to go to uh, Disney with her? And that's why. And it's... Um, I don't know. I think I have a difficult time with that. And I'm still trying to. Well, uh, your daughter's young, too. I mean, she relies on you for her happiness. 
So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that, that's not really a fair question. I mean, mm-hmm. you do things because you like to do it and you want to make her happy because she's not, she can't really ask you what she wants to do yet. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, life addictions, no matter what, I know to me, um, if people that I care about say, yeah, this, it seems like you can't not have it. Like as far as coffee goes, I don't have to have coffee every day. I do always, it's like a security blanket. I have to have something in my hand. So I think it would transition to like water or I would always have that. Or when uh, Dennis was talking about, what was it? The bakery items or cupcakes or cake or something. Cupcake. Cup, cupcakes. cupcakes. I would um, I like cupcakes. Like for me, I don't like stopping to uh, eat until I am full. So the only way that I can limit that is by having, you know, now coffee or water. So I'll have like a lot of whether it's food or, but I like, I want my stomach to be full afterwards and I don't eat quick, but like I'm a big guy, six foot four. I can tuck in a lot of weight in my socks and I got my appetite back. So I'm trying to be more conscious of that because I wish that I could just have a meal and be like, oh, it wasn't much food, but it was enough to fuel me. But I'm not satisfied unless my stomach is like stuffed to the gills full. So I think I'm going to drink more water. I think yeah. that's what I've decided. When, like I, when I quit coffee this past year because of the anxiety and stuff like that, I, it, I definitely substituted it for water. So now I drink a hell of a lot more water than I did before, and I'm better for it. I mean, that's why I drink iced coffee, because it's I got ice in it, so it's technically <laughs> water. Counts as water, right? That's see, I tell you, I'm good at rationalizing. So, uh, well, yeah. I mean, if we're on the liquids, I I'm definitely I would say I'm addicted to um, energy drinks. I'm I'm buying them three or four cases a month now. And um, I drink, I bring three to four to work with me if I'm on a double. So one on the way to work, one around one, one around five, and one at the end of the shift. <laughs> but You're drinking them all day long? All day long. Now, I've gone from Monster. I mean, yeah, I went from Monster to Bang. So I cut out the sugar and chemicals, which is just like going from cigarettes to pipes. But it's got, and I went from Bang now to this new one called Alani. So it's only, I went from 300 milligrams of caffeine to 200. So I'm doing good, guys. Progress, not perfection. Yeah. And it's like you, Mike, you just have to have something in your hand. You have to have that, like, oh, this is helping me get through the day. I'm really tired, but I'm drinking this, so I'm happy. It gives you that that little... um, I don't know the endorphins like my sponsor pointed out to me like a long time ago that if you notice like alcoholics like us tend to like carry around drinks, whether it's water or something that we always have to have a drink in our hand. And he, yeah. he speculated that it's like because we used to always have a beer in our hand or a drink in our hand. And it's it's kind of true. I always when if I go somewhere, I usually bring a water bottle with me or, you know, and have it. It's yeah. also recommended, like in the Living Sober book, that's what they they recommend to never put your drink down and everything else. Yeah. So, I uh, 
and because <laughs> this is this is ridiculous, but I always uh not always but i i would often put alcohol in like a water bottle (laughs) so now i rip the label like if i'm having water i rip the label off the water bottle so i know it's mine just in case i pick up if i'm like at a place that has a bunch of water bottles i don't want to pick up one and be like oh there's booze in there No, if someone was putting booze in it, they're not going to be putting it down. They're going to know where <laughs> that's that is. true. These are good. yeah, and the labels are staying on from now on. I'm just going to drink somebody else's backwash. Thanks, Dennis. Oh, gross. This is, thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. You're only as sick as your secrets, right? Yeah, or as sick as the COVID test tells you you are. Yeah, that's a time-sensitive joke. Years from now, people are going to forget what COVID was, and they're not going to get that one. Right, Dennis. No, it's going to be like the Spanish flu academic and be taught in history class. Yeah, this is stuff. like this is a swine flu error. Yeah. I like that. Uh, any parting words, James? Before we wrap up, I'm not addicted to plastic surgery. I was just making that up. <laughs> oh man, you're a liar too. <laughs> I'm addicted to lies. I I actually am. When it comes to other people, I don't want to see any real flesh. I want it to be all like Barbie and Ken. You know, it's so weird, huh? It's so weird. It's not. We, we'll toss some Brotox in your face, and you'll be good. Well, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next Thursday, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 128, where the defective characters entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, try to subtract bad life addictions from your life, one addiction at a time. We'll see you next time. Woohoo! Subtract. Yeah. Addictions. Addictions edition. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It wasn't good. You're addicted to video games. Yeah, I mentioned Minecraft.